Ladies, gentlemen, and podcast fans around the world, welcome back to Better Than Most Things with your hosts, Sean and Max. Thank you, Thank you. producer Mr. E. I feel so naughty right now. Why? Because of the headphones. I can't, I can't, I can't get over it. I, I'm so excited. We don't have headphones right now. We're trying something new, and I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Now I'm actually looking at Sean and not thinking about his sexy voice in my ears all the time. <laughs> that was my problem too. Yeah, exactly. My sexy voice. <laughs> yeah, no, we uh, we have a new uh, kind of a setup. A ha- we're half set up in the new studio here, but we're testing new equipment, and this is the first episode with the new equipment. So you may hear some some odd sounds or uh, some Harry Potter, some Harry Potter, yeah, some other stuff. Yeah, you know. Um, well, I wanted to go into something small, but I thought it was kind of weird and usual. Um, so, obviously, Thanksgiving just happened, so, obviously, happy post-Thanksgiving, everyone listening to this, and blah, 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 and all that good shit, who cares? You too. Um, but, um, <laughs> so, there was this man who had an unusual way of thawing out a turkey I wanted to tell you guys about, because um, this kind of reminded me of one of our other stories we did about, you said someone was cooking something in the, what? Oh, uh, it was either last episode or an episode before that where uh, someone was, a man was banned from Yellowstone National Park for cooking chickens in the geysers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, that seemed like a really stupid idea. Oh, I should have made this a Florida or Australia, but oh. too late. A Florida man did this, <laughs> so I'm not going to tell you. So he um, he posted a, pic- a video of his family's unusual way of uh, thawing out their turkey. They used their backyard swimming pool. Oh, okay. And I thought that was really weird. So his name is Mark O'Donnell. And, uh, yeah, I guess his family's been doing this for, like, 18 years, where they throw a frozen turkey just in their swimming pool, and they let it thaw for a day, and then they cook it. Why? What does the pool offer? Well, I mean, when you thaw a turkey in general, you're putting it in a sink of water, usually. That just helps to, I don't so know, wick I imagine... away. This is how it sounds weird. Wick away the cold? I don't know. It just kind of gets everything out of there. So I think the pool would almost do it faster. Well, I imagine but... they put it in a bag, right? Well, come a turkey's coming in a bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but okay. it's some sort of airtight bag. You're not just throwing salmonella in your pool. Well, right? hopefully, hopefully, right. That's the it why it sounds so weird. Because um, chlorine. He, so the guy who did he said the turkey's packaging was closely examined for leaks before the thawing process to make sure none of the chlorinated water seeped into the meat. But I like what you said too, like or none of the weird salmonella goes out into the pool. <laughs> but I guess even then, chlorine would kill it, right? I don't know. I think it, <laughs> it does. That's why chlorine's in there. Can chlorine kill AIDS? Yeah. I don't know. Again. No, I mean, that's why uh, when you have sex in the pools and stuff and you have gonorrhea, it goes away. Oh. Magically. Yeah. So, venereal disease doesn't exist in pools. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I just thought it was a weird uh, thing and it reminded me of that old, uh, I mean, that topic we just talked about. But here's the video really quick of the guy dumping the turkey in there. But this does sound like a Florida thing, right? So here he is, explaining what he's literally just, he's boom. just tossing a turkey in his pool. Yeah, and they said they've been doing it for like Damn. 18 years. That went down pretty hard, and then it popped right back up. Well, here's the real question, though. Would you do this? You, no. Like, yeah, like, even if you inspected the bag, like, oh, yeah, there's no leaks. There's leaks in there, man. Like, No, what's the what's the advantage? At the end of the day, just get a get a bin, <laughs> fill it with water, and put the turkey in there, and let it sit out in your yard or sun. You Like... What's the advantage to the pool? Uh, I will say that I, ha- in my mind, I bet you would thaw it a lot faster. I don't really make these turkeys, so I don't really know how long they take to thaw. But in a pool, it's so big. You know, if you have it in your sink, it's gonna like, the water's gonna get cold, so it's gonna take yes. water versus the pool is a good heat sink. Yeah, and it's probably yeah. outside in the sun some part, but that just sounds weird to my ears and stuff. It sounds very Florida, that's for sure. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> 
I don't think uh, Australians celebrate our uh, national that's holidays. The, God, that's the other reason why I was like, you know what? I don't know if I said, if I said Florida, Australia, then say Thanksgiving. Do they have Thanksgiving down under? Down under. Down under. Thanks. Happy Thanksgiving, Mike. So I just figure lost all we the Australian listeners. Yeah, all, all one. All of them. Of them. So we, uh, I figure we need to touch on this subject because it's right up our alley. The whole U- Utah monument or Utah uh, the monolith? monolith. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. I definitely have notes on it. That's for sure. So last Monday, uh, officials released info that they found a mysterious object somewhere in the Red Rock Desert. And they only released this info after a uh, helicopter flying over spotted something in the uh, terrain that was unusual, stopped, and then they went and investigated and found this monolith. Mm-hmm. Actually, the, the people who were doing that, they were, they were doing a count of bighorn sheep. And that's actually how they found it. That's cool. They were they were trying to count sheep for some reason, and then this guy all of a sudden they they said they flew right over it, and one of the biologists was like whoa 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 turn around turn right around, and he's like what? And he's like there's this thing back there. We've got to go look at it. <laughs> the quotes. That's cool. Did you know this thing has been around since 2016? The monolith? Yeah. That I didn't know. I actually only looked at the like the articles about like finding it now, so I assumed it was just found. No. This Shut thing, up. this what? thing can be spotted in satellite photos back from 2016. Oh wait, was it just found? But then we know it's been there since then. Yes. Oh, okay, good. <sighs> okay, so we have just discovered it, right? Well, authorities knew it was there before then, just based on the satellite photos and you know the uh, the officials that are poking around and whatnot. Oh wait, I'll, I'll, you're saying they know from evidence? You, they didn't know it was there until we they found it, right? No, I think they knew. I think they always knew it was and there. And now the public found it? Yes. Shut up, really? Yes. Uh-uh. At least I think that that's the way I interpreted the data. Okay, I maybe. Could be totally I we'll, we'll look into it more, but like, really? Because that's crazy. But we know about we know about the monolith. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> ultimately, they wanted to um, shield it from public eye and whatnot. So recently, they have not given out the GPS coordinates to it. So yes. people online and Reddit really had to like, suss it out and figure out where it was based on the video evidence and the geography. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was fascinating. So now everybody can go and visit it. Oh, so yeah, because I, I read that they weren't disclosing the location, so they know where it is now? Yeah, people I know it's online. In Utah, but like people actually... online figured it out and have visited it and posted pictures standing next to it. And, oh, wow. And uh, just to give you guys an idea, if you haven't seen this, is it's a monolith that stands, I want to say, 15 feet it tall. It says 10 to 12 feet. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's pretty damn tall. Yeah. It's uh, triangular in shape, um, and it's a uh, smooth metal. It's triangular. I wasn't this shitty research. I thought it was a rectangle. No, it's triangular. It says metal rectangle between 10 to 12. Rectangle? A triangle? It's a model. It's a triangle. Model lizards are squares. What? I think. Squares on a rectangle. Can we get some monolith squares? Like, okay, we're going some monolith. <laughs> so here's the question Is a monolith a rectangle? Or is it, can it be a triangle? Or is a monolith more of like a monument in general? I always thought it was a triangle. Have you seen a picture? It's a square. I thought it was a triangle. It's all the pictures. Well, even right here it says metal rectangle between 10 to 12 feet. Yeah, maybe but I haven't been there myself. It was funny you knew all this information about it, and then, the, then I was about to... With, those, with that thing on your head, I thought you were smart for a second. <laughs> like, Jesus. Well... But I'm curious if a monolith is always rectangle now. You know what I mean? Maybe a monolith is something else. I, it's a rectangle. It's a rectangle. <laughs> well, we know, yeah, we know this is true. Okay. So it's a metal rectangle, 10 to 12 feet. It's just mysterious. 
That's the real question. Maybe I guess it could be a triangle. Yeah, you're right. No, actually, this angle it really could be because we're looking at that's that's you're right. But it says here the article rectangle, so it has to be. But so since then, you're right. Okay. Hundreds have visited this thing, and uh, now they're uh, they're getting people who kind of really know how to make things. So manufacturers out there and people that have expertise are looking at this thing and they're saying that um, specialized tools had to be used in order to create it, bring it out to the space, and bury it, a.k.a. dig up the earth to bury this thing. Because, yeah, it's in there really well. Yeah, they uh, suspect it's three. Yeah, right here I have three stainless steel sheets riveted together. Right here it says rectangle, 10 to 12 feet. Well, I did write my notes. I copy pasted <laughs> from the article, which is actually better, right? Um, the artist is unknown, but although a lot of people are uh, suspecting a bunch it of different is. artists that are into this sort of thing, but uh, no one has uh, claimed it's theirs yet. Wow, there's a lot of people. Though. It's actually kind of a random thing, though, in general. Like, I like this weird statement. Like, can you imagine being able to do this thing? And then they, like, after a month, like, no one's found it. <laughs> like, come on man find my weird my weird thing in the middle of nowhere in the desert like and five years later look and that, then all of a sudden like yeah look at that angle look at that angle look at that fucking angle that looks like These a are all different. Uh, wait, actually look at that one yeah yeah triangle isn't that triangle you see the little... <laughs> that looks like a triangle but is that the picture of this what other I don't know, monolith like, in Utah is your article talking Why would about? mine say rectangle then? Because they don't because, know their because shit. Because of, of that angle? Because that angle. Well, then technically it's not a monolith, right? It's a, a that's the key. That's the question. Was trinolith? Monolith? That's, did we actually answer that if a monolith is a rectangle? He just did. It didn't mention shape no, I don't on think the he wiki. was talking about that, yeah. <laughs> when I wikied it, it didn't mention anything about, about the original shape. thing, yeah. So. Wow. So... If it's a triangle, it blows my mind because I like I've been doing research that it's a rectangle. All these pictures are showing one side of it, so it looks like a square-like object. But that one picture showed from above, looking like a triangle. And you're saying you're seeing rib- we have to get some information. What's this one? Can you see this picture? Because actually, that's the last one I saw too. That looks like a triangle. You can't fucking tell. I dude, you can tell shape recognition. That's Look at kind that. Of a that would have been. I guess. I think it might be. So yeah, there's the. That might be a triangle. Wait, wait, is that a video? Is there any way he goes around? Okay, sorry, everyone. Well, what? I have half the shit out, but. Okay. Dude, if he videos it and there's. Yeah. That might be a triangle. <laughs> sure does look like it. That's just wild. It is, though. No, okay, boom. This just did. It's a triangle. I'm telling you, I had two articles to call it a rectangle, and I haven't copy pasted. I didn't, like, write that myself. And so that's just. That's hilarious. So, yeah, three stainless steel sheets riveted together with a hollow core. So this thing is not solid, it's hollow, which, uh, you know, takes some of the mystery out of it. Well, I wonder, I want to go out there and smash it, because there's probably something inside. Oh. It's part of the artist's intention. It's hollow. So there must be, there's probably like a cool statue or maybe a like fortune in there. alien virus or, yeah. Oh, shit. I just kept thinking when I was reading this, I was like, were the Mormons right? Is this the other tablet? <laughs> yeah, this is it, yeah. <laughs> this is the other one? This is how it comes down, huh? <laughs> So Utah can't stop people from visiting the object, but they caution people who go there that the it's terrain is dangerous. <laughs> so you're going to be marching through some dangerous terrain to get to this thing. So just be wary if you want to go visit and you're find die it. die on the way there. So I thought this was kind of cool. That's actually one of my uh, 
topics from last week, but we didn't get to it, so I wanted to bring it up because I was uh, basically what I'm trying to say. I'm, just stand. I'm still thinking about the damn model at the triangle thing. Honestly, <laughs> I'm like, I can't believe that's a triangle, and like how much like I, I looked at reputable sources. <sighs> anyway, um, so anyway, uh, in, in Northwest Arkansas, would you guys move there if I gave you an incentive to move there in in Arkansas? I know we never really thought about it before because we live in California and I don't really plan on moving. But what if I offered you $10,000 and a bicycle? <laughs> Would you move yeah, to Arkansas? I don't know. You're going to have to spice it up. Well, no, that's the deal. Okay. Uh, uh, a development organization in Northwest Arkansas is seeking to lure new people to the area and by offering them $10,000 and a free bicycle to move there. What, a bicycle? What the fuck? Why a bicycle? Well, actually, here's why. Because actually, uh, the area has 162 miles of paved trails and 322 miles of mountain biking trails. So they're trying to entice you to go. But if you don't want the bicycle, you can also take an option for an annual membership to the Crystal Bridges Museum of American Art or another cultural institution. And you get the ten grand too. But you have to move there. To Arkansas. They're hard up for people, huh? Yeah. I was kind of intrigued by this idea just because I never, I mean, I guess I've heard about it in the past, but just it was like, because they're talking about like, you know, people are reevaluating their priorities and figuring out they can work from home. Certain people can. So what if really working from home really was no big deal and you need some money? It's like, well, hey, here's a get rich quick scheme. Move to Arkansas. We'll give you $10,000 and a bike. <laughs> I feel like that is just enough money to push someone over the edge if they're like, Ah, you know, I'm thinking about moving to Arkansas. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we'll give you 10 grand. Well, sure, why not? Yeah, okay. You know what's funny? I bet you it's like Arkansas store credit (laughs) somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this money must be spent in Arkansas, (laughs) must be spent on this or that or the other. These are actually coupons for money. Like, I didn't, like, it doesn't go into detail what it is. It just says payment of $10,000, so I'm assuming it's part of that. And they tax you on it. Yeah, but I kind of thought it was an interesting idea. Or would you move somewhere... Just for money? Usually yes. it's like you move and it costs you money. Well, this is like you move and you make money. Yeah, I mean, moving. it's just about finding the right number. For me, from California 10, to Arkansas, 10000 is not enough. Considering I just moved, too, and that was a pain uh, but, in the But you're forgetting the bike. This is a good bike. <laughs> it is a good bike. This is a sexy good bike. <laughs> is it an electric bike? No, dude, you fucking get your fattest well, out there and pedal. Also, like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, it's not electric. Bikes are hard to come by right now with COVID and whatnot. They're pretty expensive, and uh, they are. Oh yeah, and there's like a back Why? order. Well, because everybody bikes. wants to. Yeah, people are looking for things to do. There's a back order on just. It's like yes. saying there's a back order on tables. Well, there's I mean, a back like, order on everything like so too. Basic. Like manufacturing was halted there for a while. People are starting to get back into it, but you know, invest in bikes. It rippled across all sorts of industries. Speaking of a fun industry, Guinness. <gasps> Corner. Guinness. Corn. Wait, wait, here we go. Let's, let's all. Guinness, Guinness Corner. So, four women from Florida. Fuck. Have what? I had this too because I was so excited for it. So <laughs> you said it. I have a five, but I know what you're going to talk about. <laughs> four women from Florida. Have broken a Lego walking record. That's the one. Yeah. I was saving that. I was hoping you'd... I knew you were going to find it, but I just... I wrote it down anyway in case you didn't. Well, so the record they broke was the... Let me... The farthest distance traveled by walking barefoot on Lego bricks by a relay team in one hour. That's the thing. By a relay team. 
in one hour. Yes. So that's why I'm thinking, you know, all of us here. Well, let's tell everyone again. So. Sean, Sean really wants to do break this record. This is why we're discussing this really quick. We've talked in the past. Get his corner. These ridiculous records, blah, blah, blah. But in his mind, he thinks that he can break the walking on Lego. Actually, I'm curious. Was I can't even remember now at this point what it originated. Was there a guy who did that there, already? Yeah, there was a woman that holds it uh, in U.S. somewhere. So there was and that. she walked like 2.6 miles or something. Okay, okay. That's why I, I can't remember if you... Yeah, okay. So you want to beat that record is the, is the thing, yeah. I want to beat that record. But I think this right here is the closest thing that we can come to it and still... Uh, this is a relay team, though. So, like, we, yeah. you, I, I don't want to walk on the no, that so, means, like, yeah, I, mean, I can already tell. It's like, can I, will I be on your team? No. The answer is no. <laughs> well, they did it to uh, promote, uh, what was it? Um, Sorry. Destroying oh, no. your feet through stupid <laughs> yeah, activities. I don't remember why they did it. <laughs> Hold on. I probably have it, too. I mean, I have the damn <laughs> article myself. Do we even read, do we even read these things? But it's not that bad. And let me sell you on it. So, they did 20 laps. Of thir- of a thirty three foot track, so twenty laps of that track, mm-hmm. and you're done. That's it. That's all you got to do. It's not bad. Don't now. Don't think about that. It's two times the length of a football field. Don't think about that. What you want to think about? Okay. Is just the twenty laps. I think it's cheating if we took every Lego bit before we put it in there and like sanded it down a little bit. I think so. And I, I'm wondering if they'll let you use the round Legos. Legos too. They're still Legos. Yeah. It's about Legos, not like sharp. It's not like walking on sharp things. It's about Legos, which we know are kind of sharp. Well, the event was uh, verified by a Guinness educator, mm-hmm. ad- adjudicator. Just funny. I had that same word, and I actually talked about. I was like adjudicator. Like I, 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 would, I was sitting there talking about adjudicator. I, I am the Guinness adjudicator. I was thinking. Remember, I was thinking about. Uh, remember, we used to do movie pitches. Uh-huh. One of mine is a, a Guinness. I said judge or whatever. It'd be a Guinness adjudicator. Adjudicator. Actually, the movie would be called the adjudicator. The adjudicator, and it'd be about a guy who travels around the world and witnessing like these, like these five women walking on Legos, and goes over somewhere else, watches the guy, you know, deep throat twelve Oreos or whatever the fuck. And, like <laughs> his whole life is just like this weird, like I just see weird shit all day, and he like travels around the world. And I think there's a movie in there somewhere. Maybe, maybe he wants to break his own record, and the record is like he sees the most Guinness records. Ooh, Something like that. That's like, pretty nifty. And, and then maybe the bad guy is like another salesman doing the same thing. <laughs> and like, there are all these wacky people who. They want to retire him. They want to give him a desk job. He's oh, like, no. Like, yeah, no. I'm meant for the field. I like that. Maybe it's like an aging guy instead of yeah, like an old, go. like, you know what I mean? Like, kind of almost like it's one of those stories like, is he too good or out to pasture or something? We need a love interest. Anyway. <laughs> so these ladies walked uh, a total of 2.04 miles, which is, come on, that's easy. But they did it in an hour. So it's not like you can just take your Here's time and get at it. By the way, too. I wanted to just see. So you see the trough and the people. Yeah. Yeah. So they have a, basically a Lego trough that they walked in back and forth, back and forth to do this, which is, you know, logistically what you'd have to do to do this. What do you say, Mr. E? You down? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. No, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I think no for me. I like my feet. Come on, Max. Okay. <laughs> do it Do it for the uh, podcast. Because we'll put the podcast name all over it. That's oh, tons perfect. of exposure. Hell yeah, dude. Exposure. I love working for exposure. <laughs> the name of the game. Okay, give me a second. I'm all, my topics are all over the place right now. Did the bike one. Okay, this was another one that I liked and I wanted to show you guys. So, a Japanese town... Is protecting itself from a from bears in a very weird way. 
Okay. So bears. So imagine you're in a Japanese town and bears are eating your crops. How do you defend <laughs> against them? <laughs> that is what's happening. Are they eating their crops? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah that's they're after their honey and shit. I, they're after their whatever they grow. I think I don't know what they grow. <laughs> uh huh. Okay. Anyway, okay. Um, um, uh, motion detecting robot wolves. Okay. Robot wolves. So I am going to show you a video. Oh, is this Spot? Did they find another use for Spot? No, it's not Spot. Boston Actually, it's way, way lower tech than Spot. Okay. But that's why I still like these things. And so, so here's a video of animals being scared by these robot wolves. And it's going to show. Okay, do the power. Hold on, give me one second, everybody. <laughs> la 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 la. Our audio is great. I just scared away a. So scared away this. Here's what oh, it looks like. Oh, my God. That is freaky looking. Yeah. So, basically, it's a... It's like a Halloween mask on a uh, on a sawhorse, a metal sawhorse with it's red light. lights and fur. And... We're going to talk about it, but I just want to see what you guys think, because I think it scares the shit out of... Fuck. <laughs> 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 oh, like, that's what I wanted to get to. Like, it fucking, like, that would, that would scare the shit out of me. <laughs> anywhere right in the dark and so the fact that it's an animal that it really is not gonna like know what it is I'd be like oh my god like if I was a bunny a deer a bear anything and I saw this thing I'm like holy shit I would never get near it so anyway these are the that was a motion detecting robot wolf I just showed them and so yeah this is uh, taking place in Takikawa of the island of Hokkaido hey. and uh, there's an increase of bear like basically I don't say attacks but just like there are incursions into the area so they bought two of these robot wolves and they uh, bought them. Who sells this? I couldn't get any money about it. That's what sucks. Like if I could, I would love to know how much the robot wolf costs. And I don't have any information I, about that. I thought it would be like someone in the village invented some. No, robot they wolves. sell these things. They've sold like I think it's like fifty or something crazy. Oh. That's awesome. Oh, about seventy wolves are in use across the country. Seventy of these things. Wow. But um, I was guessing party city. So just to or, kind of describe uh, it to the audience. So the monster wolves. They're made of metal and covered in fake fur. To make them appear real to other animals, they're outfitted with motion detectors that cause them to activate. The wolves then flash red lights in their eyes, which again, if it was dark, that'd look like some demon shit. Like, and then move their heads back and forth, and then they emit the howling and screeching noises. The screech can travel about a kilometer, and it comes in more than sixty varieties, including a dog's bark, a hunter's voice, and gunshots. And I like that too because this is this way the bears won't get used to the sound. Oh, right. I smart. thought that was smart. So they have all these different variations that's going to go off. I wonder um, how far away from the village these things are placed. I have no clue as far as like they probably just like maybe some they could tell something's eaten there and then maybe they put a wolf there and just the next day it's like, but just uh, when I watched because I remember reading this article, I was like, this is kind of whatever janky, whatever. And then I watched the video and that thing's like, like making this insane screech and looks fucking terrifying. I was like, oh my god! Like I didn't want. And just there's the, the, if you keep watching that video, it just shows all these animals like like flipping out and getting out of there. Like I want nothing to do with this thing. And so I kind of like it how it works. Where you know, basically, um, I like what the guy says. Like we want to let the bears know human settlements aren't where you live. Like go away. But this is also a way to just like you know prevent bears from going there. You don't have to trank bears and yeah. All this stuff. So it's on some level, it's like uh, using nature against nature. Like it's setting off those primal. Those, those primal things, man. So I thought these robot wolves were sick. That's kind of funny. You but could be no walking through the town. You could be walking through the town, and across town, you just hear that. <laughs> Jesus. God, he sounds like a transformer. It's, it sounds like the scariest shit I've ever seen. I just, I just imagine a big bear. 
If I was a bear, like, oh, I'm a big old bear, I don't give a shit. Then you, all of a sudden you see that thing, like, I'm out, I'm out of here. <laughs> all right, well, I got a story about farming here. Specifically about growing your own meat. Ooh, Ooh we've talked about lab-grown meat a couple times. Yeah. So the Design Museum in London holds design awards every year. And a contender for the Design of the Year Award is going to a do-it-yourself meat kit. Hmm. So, like, you make, like, a cow baby in a Petri dish and grow it. And... Are you serious? I was joking. Except not a cow baby. What the meat you would be growing would be your own. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're a fucking weirdo. You're a fucking... How to deli- wait? Can you put teriyaki on it? You yeah. So essentially, you'd be growing human meat, and the cells that you would be using to start the process would be your own. So technically, you're growing your own meat so you can eat yourself, oh which eliminates that pesky um, cannibalism issue. Could you also fuck yourself? <laughs> Is that on the list? Or I guess you really could. Right? If I got two slabs of this meat and maybe a little. <laughs> Butter. I don't know. Rubber bands, I guess. <laughs> a couple rubber bands. Haven't you ever fucked two steaks with a rubber band? You're missing out, man. So the product doesn't actually exist yet. What it was, it was uh, submitted to some exhibit at a museum to draw attention to the negatives of lab-grown meat, which, like you were saying, That's Max, uh, you know, it's artsy. That's like it the, is what uh, it is. They eat dramatic, like... The whole point lab-grown meat actually would help people, in theory. Well, the whole issue with lab-grown meat is in order to get the cells you need to culture, they take it out of, like, fetal aborted blood stuff. So That stuff's delicious. <laughs> it's, it's like au jus, baby. Well, I mean, frankly, is it aborted blood anyway? Or, I mean, are you saying, they, are, are you saying the issue is they're going to make them abort or something? Uh, there was some unethical aspect to how some of these... Uh, Lab-grown I mean, meats are getting their samples. Mm. And that's all, you know, like, this is all artsy and political, of course, mm. and whatever. Take your spin on that. Yeah. I'm really interested in trying human meat. Mm-hmm. Would you try human meat? I kind of want meat? some of that fetal baby meat. You wouldn't try human meat. <laughs> some of that fetal cow baby meat, but, uh... Human meat? I'm not sure on that one. Like, is it straight up? I would need some type of sauce. Oh, well, you gotta dress it up, of course. Okay. I don't know. I think I'd, I don't know if I'd rather try myself or someone else. With that, that's right? That's the issue. Know. It's like, weird. Myself is like I don't know. If Super I weird. Myself. Like that's that sounds weird, but like maybe someone else. I mean, I'm sure 90 percent of guys would love to. I mean, eat we all drink you know gamer girl try. bath water, right? And so like this is like the next step, like gamer girl flesh steak or something. <laughs> Jesus you didn't hear about that? That chick who sold her old bath water. Yeah, yeah, yeah but now she's like. She's like scraping skin cells so you can grow meat yeah, made of her. Meat. Like, yeah, that's a whole meat. fucking level, man. Yeah. I hadn't even. You brought it up. <laughs> you brought this up. Oh my god! This is just a logical like. It's like draw my OnlyFans if you want. This is, you can eat pieces of my flesh here or whatever. Is it flesh or meat? That's what I'm thinking too. Well, it had to be some sort of flesh. meat. I want flesh. You want flesh? Yeah. Well, I don't want to eat the meat. Maybe that's meat, a different whatever. kit. Maybe you got to buy like Ooh, the skin kit, the meat kit. Yeah, maybe I'll pay extra. Maybe you can get like a kidney kit you know oh gross no i don't even like normal i don't like any organ meats normally all right oh, yeah. what about tongue i'm okay organ? with that actually i think i've had it before and i'm actually it's tougher i don't know i'm actually into the face meats because there's a lot of face <laughs> stuff in there <laughs> like yeah. beef cheeks yeah 
Oh, do I love beef cheese? Beef some beef cheese. <laughs> beef cheese. <laughs> Have you ever fucked two steaks with rubber bands? <laughs> Get back to my truth. Get back to what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't. Not recently. So thanks for asking. Missing out. <laughs>I want to talk about a Canadian town. They were posting this, these signs around to telling they're telling drivers, "Do not let moose lick your car." <laughs> are you going to stop it? That's true. Wait, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> That's what's so funny about the sign. Actually, I want to go into that because they're saying, "Yeah, try to park away from moose." Like, how the fuck do you park it? Like, it's going to go do it, whatever it wants to do. But uh, anyway, uh, why? These signs are posted in Jasper, Alberta. I guess this is a Canadian town. And uh, they're asking drivers to keep their vehicles at a safe distance from moose to make sure the animals don't get a taste for the road salt that ends up on the coverings of the car as they drive through the town because, you know, it's snowy there. So moose like salt. And it's that they're, I guess, okay, they say they're obsessed with salt. It's one of the things they need for <laughs> minerals in their body. So if, and they get that like naturally um, from salt lakes in the park. And so okay. that's where they should be getting their salt. But the moose are starting to realize that they lick the cars, they're getting salt too. So the moose are getting attracted to cars. So the fact they could like, they're saying basically they could go right under the freeway. And they're saying, yeah, if you hit a moose, it's going to be bad for you and the moose. And probably going to kill one, so, or, one or the other. And so the, the way, so they're trying to fix this by posting signs that say, do not let moose lick your car. Just don't let them do it. Why haven't the meese figured out how to lick the road for salt? The moose is high. Um, that's the, that's the, um, they haven't... Wait, what was your question? <laughs> why, why aren't they just licking the road directly? Why, why do they have to go after the well, car? I guess they learn... Well, I think the car... I don't know. The answer is I don't know, obviously. But like it sounds like probably you just get a good collection of salt, I'd say. Like, if you're driving through and all that wind spray and stuff and the salt's picking up, I bet you get right. a nice concentration on your car. And I guess moose really want to lick it, so they're saying, don't give them the taste. It's almost like, what is it, like, this this line has a taste for human meat now, we have to put it down, or something. <laughs> so it's like, that, that moose has a taste for car salt, we have to, it's gonna basically kill someone, or like, do something, like, they want, they want them separate, so. Like, like Mr. E was saying, how, how are you gonna keep it away? I don't What know. are you gonna do? Go away, moose. Hey, 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 for hey there. sure. I bet you if you did the alarm, I mean, how brave uh, are they, how brave is a moose? That might work. I mean... I already said I could take a cheetah in a fist fight. I think I could oh maybe God. take a moose. Have you seen if, a moose? But no, I want a weapon. I want a knife. Give me a knife. Can I take a moose with a knife? Gladly. Dude. A moose with a knife? I'll give you as many knives like as you cow. want. They're like a cow. You just walk up to it. I'm sure, like, what do you think it's going to, like, attack me? I'll deck you out in shredder gear, bro. You can you can go up against it. You think it. with a shredder gear I couldn't take a moose? I don't think so. An adult? I'll tell I'll say in a big one. <laughs> I think that moose shredder gear. Yeah, in shredder gear from Ninja Turtles. Shredder takes four Ninja Turtles on. You're not a trained ninja. He gets hit sometimes. You're some so, dude like, in a newsboy hat. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, like obviously, a, a turtle kick is gonna have so much, a lot of force, maybe equivalent to a, moose a turtle kick. <laughs> Something like that. They're mutant turtles. They're strong. That's it. So just don't let moose lick your cars. As I really want to get that. <laughs> I want to get that message out there. Yeah, no, we're gonna we're gonna stay on the moose topic a bit longer. Let me see this thing. Can we get some stats? Like, like how much does it weigh? Because like, the, the thing weight? is, I could take a cheetah with no weapons, handheld. I'm saying allegedly, allegedly, obviously. I 
Obviously, I'm saying something stupid here. I think like this Agreed. is I, I am I am agreeing. I'm like probably in the marginal here. But I if you give me a small, how about like a club like weapon, like how okay. about a, a knife, and how about like a stone, like a like a caveman club. <laughs> it said that they're about eight feet average tall, and they're ten feet long, and they weigh anywhere from eight hundred to twelve hundred pounds. So, no, it's it's. If it's, you think you could fuck with that, then well, remember he says shredder gear, shredder gear. You could have a fucking mech suit. As we all know, a mech suit. As we all know, in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two, Shredder was sent out into the ocean or whatever, but then he drank all that ooze and shit. But like, he withstood a whole thing falling on him. He like broke out and stuff. Like the gear, he, he's not wearing that for show. That shit is protect. It's like Batman level gear. The Shredder is the Batman of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle universe, even though they fought. You know what I mean? Like he has all the gear. Well, here's the thing. He just gave you a mech suit. Your argument should be why you can beat it with a knife. <laughs> like a okay. Here's why. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. In my scenario, I'm not. This is not. You know, this is a nice scenario. But I'm hoping like he's licking a cow thing in it like he's licking a car and you sneak up behind him and i just cut his throat yeah it's it's, it's very horrible but i mean that's how that's what i mean I, it, are you saying like if he's pissed off and wants to kill me then the answer is no i won't be <laughs> well i think i i'd give it 50 50 then um on that one but <laughs> maybe okay. 40 60 okay i'll give it i'll give him 60 that's it all right well i got a story here about uh it's out of the australian national university and our MIT University. They have devised. Arr. I know. I was wondering. I was like, I've heard of Please MIT, but not R MIT. They have devised a new method for creating diamonds. And we talk. I feel like yeah, yeah quite a bit. Like, have we talked about diamonds? Because I, I think I even read this article where they're compressed and stuff. Okay. Well, yeah. And so we talk quite a bit about making diamonds and uh, how the real diamond trade for jewelry is kind of propped up by bullshit and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, human, human Blood lust. Diamond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So diamonds are only cool if someone died for them. That's right. <laughs> the uh, the process for making diamonds in a lab has been around since 1954. So we have been able to produce jewelry grade diamonds since 1954. But uh, now the standard method includes heat and pressure. Um, and they apply the heat and pressure to carbon and over time forms that diamond. This new method uses just just pressure, eliminating the heat. And, nice. And it does that by applying pressure differently. It didn't quite go into the specifics, but I'm sure it's uh, quite complicated. Um, Loose pressure. But they also said that it can create regular diamonds, a- a.k.a. jewelry-grade diamonds, which I think alleviates one of our big questions of is there a difference between a diamond grown in the earth and a diamond formed in a lab? I think the answer is no, except for the idea that it was grown in the earth. Yeah. Um, so it can create those diamonds and a harder typed diamond called... Um, super diamond? No, this is Lon's Delight. Lon's Delight. Super diamond sounds better. Yeah, a super diamond. Lon's Delight. Um, and those are only found in graphite meteors. So diamonds grown in space and diamonds grown in the earth. This thing can recreate them now. Nice. And I think the best part here, it only takes a matter of hours. We kind of just start using diamond technology more. I, mean, I want a vest of diamonds. 
Yeah? Bulletproof vest or a suit. Maybe oh. a suit to fight the moose again. Let's not, I don't want to get back into it, but I mean, if I had a diamond-crested suit, how can that not help? Well, you were talking about melting down diamond dust at one point. And... I was. <laughs> it was funny. I remember the diamond dust conversation. I was thinking about that. I, was like, I don't want to mention the diamond dust, but I was fascinated by diamond dust. <laughs> I don't want to... Well, so these diamonds weren't uh, necessarily created in big chunks. They were created in strands. So maybe there is something to the idea of creating these strands of diamonds and then weaving them together into your bulletproof vest or mm-hmm. your what have you. diamond dust. Like, I throw that, like, even Superman, if he threw diamond dust in his eyes, he'd be like, ah, oh, like, that'd be fucking fucked, man. So I'm like, so how's he gonna get that shit out? Like, diamonds? And, like, just diamonds in his eyes. <laughs> Little cutty diamonds. Like, like exactly. If, I, like, Spider-Man showed up, he's, like, in my face, like, you're, I'm, I'm arresting you, Wentress. Oh, yeah? Pa! Like, boom. Diamonds in Spider-Man's eyes? He has a healing factor, but diamonds in your eyes? <laughs> what do you do? You're blind. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool, just simply because we do talk about diamonds quite a bit, and um, this new method is dope. I mean, I love the idea of a technology that's been around since the 50s, and we're still refining it. That's Making always fun. it quicker, better, faster. Yeah. So I want to show you a new little robot these guys made. Okay. I thought this was cool. It kind of reminds me of our PUBG battles, because this is like an almost a new grenade, if you will. Uh, oh, and that you know you have flashbangs, throw them in there, blinds everyone. You have grenades, it blows everything up. This is a small robot you throw into like a hairy situation, and it's basically like a camera. Okay, and so it's a way you can get some information. So it's cool because if you think about like in the past, like all these robots that usually use it, like this is for first responders. There's usually some big bulky thing like whatever, but this is like some quick like like we need something, we need some eyes and ears in there right now, and so this is a robot. I want to show you the video right now. I'm not even sure if there's a name for this thing yet. They thought, they say the company that it is, but I'm not even sure if there's a name for it yet. But it's going to be want... used as a drug delivery system. Oh, it's called the CO6. Here it is. And yes, it's <laughs> Ready Sight, it's called. And yes, a drug delivery system. I want you to describe what you're seeing to the people. All right, I'm looking at a black screen. It's a I'm black not screen. Showing them anything. Oh, God. Okay, don't look at the port. Oh, it's a little two wheeled robot. It's got giant wheels on either side of its uh, little tiny body, and uh, it rolls along, and it's got a chip clip for a back. Um, yep. It's got some satellite rage. or something or other. Basically, it's like you throw this robot in a situation, and then on your cell phone, you can like kind of direct it. It has a two-way mic, too, so you can talk to whoever's in there and stuff. So I, I like this idea because it seems quick. It just seems like something you just throw in there. It doesn't seem like some big, get the bomb robot in it's like some huge two foot thing right it's just a quick little something and so i kind of like the idea the design all that shit so it's so we see it uh wandering around and it has sensors to help it not bump into objects um yeah uh, it's cool it's, it's cool. pretty cool yeah no, so what I are like the applications here are they gonna use it in like hostage situations and i mean yeah no, that's that's pretty much is the answer right there. Like, pretty much like you described, it's a uh, it comes in at one pound, and that ready sight rolls in on what like pretty much miniature tractor tires, and it's uh, so it can go you know on any terrain, and it's designed to be thrown into situations. So I like that you're just throwing this robot in there. It's not just some like 
well, takes 10 hours. It's just like done. Do you remember they'd have to uh, toss a corded phone through like a window into like a hostage no. situation? <laughs> I don't, to get I don't remember that. But the, no, yeah, exactly. Gone are those days too. Like, uh-huh. It's almost like throwing FaceTime with the guy. Like, oh, yeah. okay, get to the camera. What, what are your fucking crazy demands? Like, I want all the moves to stop licking car. Okay, like whatever the fuck he's saying. I am the light of my own child. Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, sir. Whatever it is. But um, that's kind of like it as far as like all the features they could do in my opinion but I want to kind of theory craft a little bit because again this makes me think of we play PUBG all the time and so in my mind there's the flashbang so you, if someone's in there I can go kill them all or a grenade to kill them all but this is almost a cool information grenade where you just throw yeah. it in there and go oh shit there's two of them in there there's so question is this a Kickstarter or is this a real thing no this is already a real thing okay. it's already happening yeah yeah that's what I liked about it too and it has like replaceable lenses and pretty much everything. It's meant. It's actually too. It's like it's cheaper. There's no prices and stuff. But like obviously, this isn't like some. You see these bomb squad robots that are they're tanks with a exactly, big giant yeah. arm on top. This is like the other way where it's like it probably costs like a hundred bucks or something. You just throw it in there and just see what's up. And I think it's gonna help a lot of people actually. I could see them outfitting this with like infrared technology or mm-hmm. uh, you know it, creating these things. For a specific purpose, like that, like radiation of, detectors. I was going to put a bomb in there anyway. Or put a bomb. In there. <laughs> so it crawls up, and they find the bad guys. Like, what are your demands? I demand boom! <laughs> like he's up. right then. I'm thinking a die pack too. I was thinking throw like four or five in this situation. Like was like, oh shit! Throw like three in there, and they just have them all because they have like as I said, sentry mode. So they're almost just going to fan out and just like look like get every audio look for all you know use this camera look for everything before they get you know neutralized do you remember in minority report when they're storming a building and there there's like 48 people in the building and they need to find tom cruise and so they just uh pull out four or five of these little spider robots and send them into the building and each spider robot rolls up to somebody and like scans their eyes and goes all right you're not tom cruise move on that's what this kind of reminds me of. You, you just like you just send a bunch of these into a building, have them assess the situation, get all the information on your on your phone or uh-huh. whatever device you need. I'm surprised this hasn't been around before. Well, I mean, devices like this do exist, but this is like it sounds like I mean the article streamlined. It up. Yeah, exactly. So for all I know, you know, I was like, oh, just get one of these. But every time you think of a ro- even in any movie or whatever, it doesn't seem some like sexy like this. Like you can yeah. hold it in your hand and throw it and beat it up. <laughs> Usually, it's just like some huge like call in the guy. An hour later, some like you said, a tank shows up. And- exactly. <laughs> Did you guys ever play Perfect Dark? No. no. There was a uh, little gadget that you used in the game that was similar to that called a cam spy. Mm. And you would just drop it, and it was really small, and it levitated, and you can put it through vents and everything. And it was the same thing. You had a video on your phone and all that stuff. That's what that reminded me of. For sure. No, it sounds like good information, especially in these weird situations, right? Yeah, I guess I'm desensitized to it, thanks to movies and video games, right? Like, we, we, we see this technology in there and think that it should exist, but ultimately, you need to find a good solution and... Um, a good market, I guess, for it. it. Just sounds like something you'd have on your tool belt now. Like you got your yeah. flashbang, got your grenade, you got your camper grenade. Cops would start carrying it in their trunk. Mm-hmm. I'd say a couple. I think they did throw out a couple. Like one is just like, oh, that guy's gonna find it. You almost want to throw. I almost program one to find the person, and like maybe be the distracting one where he shoots it or whatever. The <clears> other two are just like in the corner and just because remember they're mics too. They're like they're live mics. All that stuff. It's just all sorts of different any information you get. 
I was going to say, the next thing we should do is strap some guns to it. <laughs> See, that's what led to the tanks. It's like, we should make them tough and everything, and then they're going to be tanks. Like, no, this is supposed to be about more information. We should make them smaller, B-sized, and then they'll be using it. No, no, that's too crazy, too. All right, switching gears here. This might be an odd question, but uh, just go with it for a second. Quote, have you ever been in a situation where someone asks you to do something in your head, excuse me, and in your head... You say something to yourself like, fuck no, or kiss my ass. But you are actually saying out loud, you say, sure, I can do that. Yes. Yes. So. I think everyone has on some level, right? Well. I've said fuck you a couple times in my head. <laughs> not everyone. So here, here's what this article is all about. It's the idea of saying to yourself in your head, fuck no. Or some people don't say that in their head at all. They, they don't interpret it. words. They just have the feelings. Most people, isn't it? Most people don't have an internal monologue at all, I think I've heard before. I don't know the percentage, but... Well, are you saying saying words almost? Like the fact that you're saying fuck no as a word versus fuck no as a feeling? Like the feeling of fuck no? Correct. Oh. It's really... I found this really difficult to wrap my head around and fascinating all at the same time because really what the article is about is the idea that some people don't have an internal monologue and some people do. And... The two groups of people trying to explain to the other what they're what's going on inside their head is so fascinating and hard to wrap your head around because it's like a colorblind person. You'll never like, know what blue looks like. I was about to say, like, it sounds like you're trying to describe blue. Like, <laughs> totally. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, Mr. E hit it right on the head. That's your internal monologue. And uh, I didn't know this, but some people don't have one. And Mr. E, do you have one? Yes. Right? You, you. I absolutely do. Yeah. I think I have an external one. I talk a lot to myself when I don't want to It's more like I react to something like a thought. I'm like, well, I'll, I'll think something. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> or something. Like, I'll, I'll say stuff. See, and that's the thing. I talk to myself all the time in my head, but I initiate that talk. Mm-hmm. When, yeah. when someone is asking me to do something, I don't necessarily have a voice speaking to me, telling me, informing me of my actions. It's more of a feeling. So I don't know if I have an internal monologue or not. Like, well, that's, that's almost a conversation of like, if you feel the fire, is that a feeling or does the word fire come up? And it's like that's some weird metaphysical like. You're both saying the same thing on some level, right? Like, it really is because the the article eventually it, here's how it all started. Uh, it was a post on Reddit that started this whole conversation between these two groups of people. And the post was, uh, quote, Today I told my mom that I have no internal monologue, and she stared at me like I have three heads. Is having one common? And, again, the idea of not knowing the other side of the fence there and not being able to visualize it. Um, Even that phrase, if she stared at you like you had three heads, when didn't she sit there and go, she's staring at me like I have three heads? Did she feel that thought or did she think it? <laughs> Sounds like she thought it. Sounds pretty good. Or later on she commented on this thought. I'm just wondering. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, yeah. If she's staring at like, I'm staring at you like I have three heads. You know what I mean? But you thought that thought. Was it a, you know. But, it's getting, it's so, getting metaphysical now, but you know what I mean? Like, I think you're following me what I'm saying. But like, yeah, for, <laughs> but for you, if I told you to get up and do jumping jacks right now, is that a feeling you're having or... Inside your head, is there a voice telling you, like, oh, fuck that. I don't want to do that. I'm going to get up. Yeah, I mean, I probably – I mean, it's a feeling that I – I think it's a feeling that you translate into words. Maybe some people don't translate it. 
Yes. You know what I mean? Agreed. But I, you I personally, it. you translate it. I, I fucking verbalize it practically. Like, I, I super translate it. Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't. I don't think I do. I don't think I have an internal monologue. You don't? I don't know. I talk to myself, and I can hear a voice in my head when I actively turn it on. But well, it's not the voice sitting to back there. That? Like, because you said that, because you, you said the same, because you said something a long time ago. I remember you were like, you talk to yourself, and I, I, cause I do the same thing. And I'm not saying like, I'm like, how are you doing? Blah blah blah. But like, if if I if I think a thought that's like almost like a joke to myself, or like I, I say the punchline. I'll laugh, but <laughs> like or or something, and it's like not internally to myself. I almost want to verbalize it, and I think you said you said you do similar things, and so I was like, I do, and yeah. I will have conversations with myself. Like I predict that someone, that person A, will say this, and I predict that person B will say this. And, and do that internally. Yeah, but I feel like that's all motivated by conscious thought, whereas subconsciously. I don't necessarily have a response to you telling me to do jumping jacks. Yes, but then the whole fact that you're pre-thinking these thoughts, those are you're, pre, you're are you preconceiving conversations? Because actually, I did the yes. same thing where like yes. I, I almost plan half the thing I say. Like I almost say I'll, I'll probably mention something like this or whatever. Well, I think it's so crucial like, for like, you and I. Yeah, so I'm not saying here. I'm saying like oh yeah, life. yeah, like I might you know I might I might have known I was gonna talk about Tekken tonight, right? So I might, I might sit there like oh, I'm gonna mention this that or the other. I'm not saying it's like a I'm gonna say the words. Although I guess that could be a feeling, but you know what I mean? I think the words, yeah. Well, I think you think words, but maybe not. So this article mentioned a 2011 uh, study that was done on just this and how people talk to themselves and whether or not they have an internal monologue. Um, Researchers gave beepers to random volunteers, and they were instructed that when it beeps, you were supposed to write down whatever you were thinking before it beeped. And what they found was that Essentially, some people talk to themselves quite a bit, some not so much, and some not at all. And whether or not the idea of talking to yourself translates into the internal monologue that we're discussing here, I'm not sure where the difference is. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's that whole idea. I love the mind-boggling shit. Like, how big is is. space? And what does the color blurple look like? You know? Like, are we feeling words? Are we feeling feelings? (laughs) Exactly. Well, aren't, aren't words representations of feelings? Like when I say the word monkey, you know, it's triggering your brain, whatever that thought pattern is. Bro. Yeah. Bra, bra. Yeah. Trippy. I loved it. Um, yep. Yeah. I love the, the fact that tons of people tried to chime in and explain what the color blurple looks like and just couldn't. Just couldn't do it. Did you see Blurple? Yeah, I keep saying Blurple. Yeah, I thought I noticed that. <laughs> it's my favorite color. I like Flevity too. Flevity too. That's my favorite number. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thanks for joining us. And uh, hopefully this episode is a uh, good sound quality. Oh, yeah. And uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah, the next time we'll talk about uh, Sean's uh, tap shoes collection. Hey, thanks for joining us on Better Than Most Things. Keep in mind that we are enthusiasts, not experts. If you want to know more about the topics we discuss, we encourage you to research them yourself and let us know if we missed anything. Submit your questions or interesting topics to our Discord. For all the latest updates, subscribe to our Twitter and Instagram, both at btmt_podcast, podcast. And please rate and subscribe on your podcast app.